We will continue in letter 11 of the holy letters of the Balatanya, which is known as Igeres HaKodesh. And we are learning the 11th letter, which is Simen Aleph, which is Laskil Chabina, to enlighten a person with understanding. And we are explaining that when a person has deep, profound understanding, when he has deep, profound understanding of life, of his purpose, and he could live with that understanding, then he's an enlightened person. Because enlightenment starts in the mind. And a person having a life of happiness, of joy, of completion starts in the mind and starts with clarity and focus of purpose, of meaning. And we are explaining that in the beginning of, the, of this letter, the Balatanya is laying down the sentence that is enlightenment. And we said in order to understand this in a deep, profound way, where a person can relate to it, where he can change his life, he must go and meditate deep into his wedding. Meaning to say he has to understand what is the core of his wedding. Because even if he had his wedding in the past, but if he could re-enlighten his wedding now, if he could attach a new meaning, a new enlightenment, a new understanding, a new purpose of his wedding, then instantly his marriage will change, his own marriage. We are explaining that in order to understand the depth of marriage, the, your own physical marriage, you need to understand the meaning of marriage, and you need to understand that your marriage is a metaphor to the marriage that we have between the Yidin and Hashem. In order to understand that, we need to go deep into what is marriage between Hashem and the Jewish people, and what is your own marriage with you and your spouse. And once we could fully understand that, we can understand what means Matan Torah, which is the Yom Tif that we are going to celebrate in two days. which we're saying that Matan Torah was the wedding between the Jewish people and Hashem. And we are calling it the giving of the Torah. The giving of the Torah. The giving of my instructions. And we need to understand Matan Torah is called the Chasana. Matan Torah is called the wedding. Which is a very interesting thing to look at. On the one hand, we say that the Jewish people had a wedding with God. And the moment of Matan Torah, the moment that Hashem said, I am your God. That was the moment of the giving of the Torah. 
And we call it Zman Matan Torah Seinu. This is the time of the giving of the Torah. And we make a holiday called Shruas. So is this holiday that we're about to experience, is it a holiday of the giving of the Torah? Or is it the holiday of my wedding? And how are these two words interchangeable? Matan Torah, the giving of the Torah, and wedding. My wedding, my chuppah. And where do you even see that at the wedding is the giving of the Torah? Where do we see that? When Hashem came down on Mount Sinai, that there was a giving of the Torah. In fact, we know that Hashem said, and every time He said, every time the world, every time that everything in the world screamed out, one of the Asadis Adibris, one of the ten utterances from the Asadis Adibris, The Jewish people almost expired. They almost died. They died and they were brought back to life. So where was the giving of the Torah? We know that the Torah is all the holy books that we learn and we study. We're even learning right now part of the Torah, the inner dimension of the Torah, the secrets and the mysteries of the Torah. And was this given at the moment of the wedding? And then why do we keep on calling it Matan Torah? So in order to understand this, we must go very deep into the essence of my wedding. What does wedding even mean? The word wedding. If you go back to the core of the word wedding... Traces itself back to the word pledge. It's a Scottish word, a Norwegian word, Latin word, but the word wedding actually means to pledge, to guarantee, a certainty, to, to pledge your unity. Now, most people are not thinking about this at all. But there's a tremendous, tremendous container that happens in a person's wedding. A person never really lives in his wedding. A wedding is a very, very funny thing. A person will go out of his house, out of his parents' house, and will go into a massive hall, and will spend an enormous amount of money. And will buy clothing. They will put on this clothing. And they will hire an organizer. Somebody to set up this hall with flowers. And beautiful tables and cheers. And a caterer. And music. And tens of thousands of dollars are going to go into one night experience. 
And hours and hours before the wedding, there will be tremendous preparation for a boy and a girl who lived separately for many years and are about to start living together in a new house, in a new home. And that home will not be the wedding hall. But for one moment in time, an entire day is devoted in tremendous amount of money, materiality, quantity, money. We're talking about a lot of money. And a lot of energy will go into choreographing a wedding. And the whole entire wedding is a celebration of one moment in time. And there's a carpet. And there's a canopy. And there's a bride and a groom. And they will be escorted by their parents. With a tremendous amount of choreography. A tremendous amount of tension. And they will be brought under a canopy. They will be brought under a miniature home. They'll be brought into this massive place, big hall, where hundreds of people are coming. And all these people are going to be watching the tremendous tension of going under the chuppah, Closing your eyes, husband and wife, who are about to be a man and woman who come from different homes, who are escorted. Finally, this is the peak moment of my life. I was brought up in this house, I was brought up in that house. My parents made me, they introduced me to you. And at the moment of my engagement, I saw what's going to be. The moment of Kriyas Yamsa, we saw what's going to be, what is the essence. And all what is going to be is this minute, the minute of my wedding. Miniature, miniature, miniature wedding is in the moment of my engagement. I'm engaged to be wed. Somebody's engaging me, they're starting the discussion to be wed. For me to pledge myself to another person. For me to pledge in union, to pledge in flesh, in body, in soul, to become one, one unit. One moment in time. How much time? One moment in time. They will do all this tension, all this tremendous amount of money. The whole entire mineral kingdom, the object kingdom, a massive hall that has nothing to do with me. Just going to be a temporary experience. I don't own the hall, the hall is not mine, the dishes are not mine, the tables are not mine, the furniture is not mine, the music is not mine, the instruments are not mine, nothing is mine. But I'm using this all to contain, to hold the depth of this one moment in time where a husband and wife who come from two separate identities, have two separate personalities, are going to come underneath the chuppah and they are going to become one unit. One unit for a moment in time. And in that moment in time, it's going to be a tremendous meaning, a tremendous meditation. Doesn't matter how smart the chassan and kala are. They understand that this moment is forever it will change them. It will unite them in purpose. It will unite them in mission. It will unite them in body and soul. It will make them each other's. And they will sit here together. They will be together by the chuppah. And the meaning of their whole entire life up until then. Their mineral, their vegetable their own growth, their own 
private life, their animal, their self, their sense of self, their personality, will all come together and the meaning of it all becomes clear at that moment. It takes one moment. Meaning is one moment. Meaning is one experience in your mind. The meaning of it, all of this was so I found my other half so we could become one unit and live together in unity. And at that moment in time, the Chas and Kala's eyes are closed because they're discovering the Hareyat Mekadesh asleep. You are becoming sanctified to me. One will sanctify the other and they will become one unit. They will become body and soul. And then we will say brachis. A blessing is a meditation. It's an expression. It's a vow. It's a pledge. It's a sanctification. It's a meaning of what is. There's passion. There's love. There's experience. There's growth. There's containers. The wedding is a container. It's a mineral container. It's also a vegetable container. There's tremendous amount of vegetation, tremendous amount of growth that's coming together in this wedding. And there's tremendous amount of passion, love that's coming together. But what is the meaning of it all? The meaning of it all is one blessing, seven blessings. It's just the meaning. We introduce the meaning of it. The meaning of this whole thing is so they become one unit. That's chasana. Chasana means... They become one unit. They go into the cheder yichud. They become one unit. And that is the whole purpose of your life. That up until that one moment of the chuppah, you became one unit. And at that moment you discover a love that's unattached, which is the essence of the whole entire wedding. It's not an attached love. It's an experience. It's a vision. It's a clarity. It's a recognition that we just became one unit. Everything we brought to the table was so we could discover ourselves. We discovered that we're really one unit. That's the way we were in Ganeiden. And that's the way we are going to live our whole entire life. And we are going to be Adama Le'elyon. We will transcend our animal and go to our human. And even in our human, we will transcend together. Husband and wife will serve the creator of the world. We'll marry God. In our own marriage, we will reflect the marriage of between us and God. Which means we will have a spiritual home. We will have a home of purpose. A home of good deeds, of kindness. And now after that moment in time during the chuppah, the rest of the wedding will be an integration of that joy. An integration of that joy of my discovery of what I discovered for that one moment in time during my chuppah, which is that we are one. And the joy of that unity, the joy of that knowledge, that I found my soulmate. My soulmate, which means that you are my other half. And the pledge that I just made with that is the most powerful and most vibrant, most energetic type of understanding and unity that there could possibly be in this world. And after we discover that moment in time, the blueprint of my life becomes clear. And now we will dance the night away, integrating that joy into my life, into my own personality, into my own identity. 
And I will hold that joy and dance with that joy. And crave that joy because that joy is the joy of my life. And it's the joy of discovering that I am one with another person. And then in a few hours, the whole entire wedding will be over. And now the new seven days, the seven days, my new week of my life starts. Which for the next seven days, boy and girl will be king and queen. They will have a Sheva Brachas every single night. At the end of the wedding, the wedding is all over. The mitzvah tans or whatever it is, is all over. And now we say the Sheva Brachas again. Whatever I discovered at my chuppah, we say that again. I'm blessing the blessing of the grapes. Which the grapes comes from the mineral. The grape seed is a mineral. And it's something that was crushed. And the water of the grape comes out, which is wine. Which is the depth and the core of the wine. Which represents the mineral in the vegetable kingdom. And we drink that wine. And from deep in the core of my identity will come out the most beautiful parts of my personality. And will give me tremendous joy because when you sanctify the mineral and the vegetable with unity, then this is tremendous joy. Because where is the joy at the moment of the chuppah? The joy is undefinable. But will not that joy come out during the dancing of the wedding? Will not that wine that you drank by the chuppah bring you to a tremendous joy, a joy to hold in love, husband and wife? So the story of my wedding is really the story of my life. That I discover my unity with you in my mind, in my heart. But it's so much more beautiful to be able to live with that unity. Can a wedding just end after the chuppah? Does the wedding end after the chuppah or does the wedding just begin? What is a wedding? A wedding is a pledge. Is the pledge enough? Or is living a life of unity the purpose of your life? So the wedding that you have for a couple of hours is the story of your whole entire life. It's your blueprint. It's your Torah. It's the meaning of your life. It's the Matan Torah. It's that expression from the beginning of my wedding all the way build up the whole entire preparation. This whole entire nonsensical preparation that starts for days. The mineral of the wedding will all lead to the vegetable of the wedding. And the vegetable of the wedding will all lead to the animal of the wedding. Which is my selfishness, my beauty, the way I'm going to look at my wedding, what I'm bringing to the table. All so I can get to the human of my wedding, which is Adam Elyon, which is the unity. Adam Elyon, Adam means I'm one man, one unit, which means I'm me and God are one, which means me and my spouse are one. I'm human, I'm separate, I'm above my animal, but then we are one. I'm even, even I transcend my humanness, my, my, my maleness and my femaleness, becoming one unit, which is known as man. You man, it's known as Adam. Adam is not masculine or feminine. Adam is masculine and feminine. If you have Adam, you cannot have missing any masculine or feminine. Adam is, the definition of Adam is, there's a masculine unit of Adam and there's a feminine unit and they're becoming one. So all of the mineral the vegetable, the animal, and the human, all to transcend the human at that moment of my chuppah. And now to live with that joy, to live with that joy every moment of my life. And that's the story of the wedding, because all of that was for one moment in time during my chuppah, 
And then my chuppah will integrate into my entire wedding. Because the wedding ends at the chuppah and it just starts at the chuppah. Because the chuppah is the purpose of it, but the purpose of that pledge is to live with that pledge. To hold it in joy. To celebrate it. The celebration of the giving of myself to another person. My wedding. My pledge to another person. My pledge of love. The ring of love. The opportunity that you give me to love you, to hold you in love, to give you the joy, to give you for myself. And after the wedding again, we say the Sheva Brachas. Because those Sheva Brachas is the story of your life. You're going to take every single thing in your life. You just discovered the human of your life. You just discovered... The soul of your life, right? Because in the soul is your mind. Your mind is in, your soul is in your mind. And your soul is even greater than your mind. And at the moment of your chuppah, which is the moment of your soul, which is the moment of your blueprint, everything becomes clear. You're one unit. But now you need to reintegrate that back into your heart. Back into your vegetable, back into yourself, back into even your mineral. You're dancing, you're dancing with your heel, with your feet with your clothing, with every part of your being. So for that one moment in time, now we reintegrate. Now we have a new birth, a new moment in time. My life, my seven days, my birth as a new unit started at the moment of my chuppah, where I discovered the truth of my existence, that me and my spouse are one. And I'm going to integrate that throughout my whole entire wedding. And my whole entire wedding will be a joy that's unattached. It's unattached to the food. It's unattached to this place. It's this whole entire hall is just a container from this love and joy. I will not get attached to this hall. Even though I will take pictures of it, I will not get attached to it. Because the hall held the love. Because the meal held the love. Because the dancing held the love. It was an opportunity to express this pledge of unison. That is the whole entire story of my life. And now my seven days will start like that. And my seven days will be in moments that I'm going to be king because my spouse will make me king. And my spouse will be queen because I will make her queen. And for seven days we will have the Sheva Brachas every day again at night. And then the rest of your life starts from those seven days. Everybody forgets about your wedding. And slowly but surely you forget about your wedding. And your job is to make your wedding real every single day of your life. Your job is to make... Your Sheva Brachas real, your seven days should be those seven days. And every morning when you wake up with your spouse, to realize that when you wake up, you're one unit. And when you go to sleep, you're one unit. And to celebrate your wedding every, time, every day of your life. And to live with that Sheva Brachas, to live with that wedding, to live with that pledge that you have. And how to do it. In your own home, to build a home with that wedding. To remember the mission of unconditional love. And that's going to come out in your mineral, and in your vegetable, and in animal, and in your human, in your monotonous day-to-day life. You're going to be able to celebrate that joy. You're going to be able to hold on to that joy if you remember this. And the same exact thing is with your wedding with God. Matan Torah was the essence that the Jewish people and God are one. And what do we do with that? Do we live in a desert in Mount Sinai? Do we have that whole entire wedding hall? Or is our job to make a home with God? 
to celebrate that identity every single day. And there's 613 ways to do it. Because those commandments are commandments about elevating of self. Taking the materiality that we have, all the containers that we have, and showing that these are containers, these are units of love. Learning the Torah, which is my purpose of my life. Spending time on my purpose, which my purpose is the unity that we discovered during the wedding, which that is the giving of the Torah. It happened in one moment of time. The ten Asaras Do you see the whole Torah over there? It's a pledge. It's a pledge of unity. How could I keep to that pledge? By learning the Torah, by learning the purpose of this world, by learning God's infinity, the wisdom of a God, by taking a new reenactment on this Yom Tov Matan Torah, my pledge to God. My purpose of my life must be in that I will become one with you. And I will know you in all my ways. Because I got married to you, God. And I want to discover you. I want to discover what does it mean? A meaningful life. Which means I have to drop myself to discover you. And because I discovered that in the moment of my wedding, that me and God are one. So by learning the Torah, my life has meaning. Because my deepest core of my life comes into my life. And therefore I learn the Torah and I transcend time and space. I transcend my ego. I discover the core of my identity. And the same exact thing is with mitzvahs. Every single mitzvah is a transcendence of self. It's taking the mineral, the vegetable, the animal that we have and transcending that to human to the point of Adam al-Eliyud. To the point that me and God are one. And this is the essence of what the Balatanya is saying. That when you lose your attachments to everything, Yishkan Oir Hashem, just like in your wedding, all the mineral, the vegetable, the animal of the whole entire wedding was all... To, to, to sanctify the pledge that we have to each other. You don't get attached to your wedding. You don't even get attached to the limousine. All of that is a container to allow for, the sh- for your unity to shine. For your soul, your, the husband and wife's unity to shine, which is the soul of their consciousness, which is the purpose of their marriage, for them to become one unit. And eventually live their whole entire life one unit with Shekinah Shurib and Am, where the light of God will be in that home, a peaceful home, a happy home, a love that's, a home that's unattached. It's not trying to preserve self. It's not holding on to self. It's the giving of self. And that's why every single mitzvah is about giving of myself, giving of my materiality that you give me. Yes, Hashem gives us all the materiality, gives us all the money. But what are we going to do? We're going to give that back to Him. What does that mean? To discover that we're one. Every Torah, all Torah and mitzvahs is discovery that we are really one unit. What is the purpose of my whole entire marriage? To live in unison, to discover that me and my spouse is one. We might look like we're different, we might be in different bodies, but we discover, we live with our chuppah every day of our life. Our unity, what we're going to do for each other, how we're going to talk to each other, how we're going to understand each other is going to be to discovery of one unit. And to live a life like that is a life worth living because that's the purpose of my life. Every day of my life, because it never gets boring, because it's always new, because it is the purpose of my life. Because it is Yishkan Hashem. It means the light of my consciousness, of my soul, will dwell within both of us and we will be one unit.